Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars Podcast, where we talk all things Marvel, Star Wars, and everything in between. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping The Mandalorian, Guns for Hire. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I was trying to go to Tommy's fleet and talk to him today, but I got redirected on the train. And instead, I'm joined by uh, two other incredible guests. It is the Jack Black and Lizzo of podcasting. It is our good friends over at the Unqualified Heroes podcast, Danny and Messi. How's it going, guys? Woo! Oh, we're excited. <laughs> Thank you for having us on. For real. Yeah, it's uh, that enthusiasm. It's, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an honor. It's an honor. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, th I'll throw it to Danny first. Uh, Danny. I got to get your takes up here at the top. Uh, you know, I've been I've been listening to your podcast a little bit, so I know kind of where you stand on the season. But how about you share with the audience? Uh, how, how have you been feeling about uh, The Mandalorian Season 3? Okay, so Season 3, the hype definitely has gone down. I mean, if we're, if we're being realistic, um, if you've just noticed the crowd, um, besides just no the normal Star Wars fans, everyone was all about the Baby Yoda, Grogu, um, and just Mandalorian. You have people who do not like Star Wars watching The Mandalorian. Season 3 comes out. Um, they, The whole mission of Season 1 and 2 has basically ended. Season 3 is this whole new thing. And it, it's kind of died. The, the, the hype has kind of died. And realistically, yes, I do believe that it's not as good as the first two. However, I, I think it's kind of... The beginning of something new, as I said, the first two seasons had its own story, and now it's kind of branching out into something new. I kind of referred it to phase four of Marvel, how they finished your quote-unquote saga with phase one through three, and now phase four is the new story. So it's going to start out a little slow, but I think we're building towards something much greater in coming seasons and hopefully in the finale of this season. See, and I think that's the biggest downfall of this season. It's it's the expectations, and and I fall for it too. I've I've had complaints about the season, um, but I think the thing is, like, I I don't dislike anything they're doing. It's just not really what I expected them to be doing, right? right. Like this episode was like a fun little like Scooby Doo episode almost, and yeah. like I enjoyed that, but it's just not really what I thought I was getting. You know, we get this like episode about cloning, and I thought that that was gonna be like a big part of the season, and like we haven't touched on that again. So it's like, it's kind of like, what are we doing here? Uh, with that being said, I'm liking the individual episodes. Like I'm having a good time. There's always, some, there's weird cameos. Like it's, it's like we're in a fun house. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. crazy, but uh, Messi, I'll throw it to you. Uh, how do you feel? How, how, what do you say on all of that? I, I, I agree with, with the season is not being like what we are expecting because the first two season were, we're just going up and the way that the second season ended, we, we thought as an audience, like the third season is gonna blow our minds. They got Luke Skywalker back, and the, and the, well, not big screen, but on your TV. Like I, I thought, and as, as many fans did, that they were gonna continue with the hype train, and then this season came around, and like Danny said, they just took it a different route. But yet again, it's not about the 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 one story. This is the Star Wars. Star Wars has a bunch of story, has a bunch mm -hmm. of things. There's it's, it's a it's a it's a universe. So like to focus on one thing only is. Is good because it, we love it as fans bringing back old characters, and even though they're still bringing old characters, like this episode it had a lot of cameos to like Imperial, uh, um, the prequel and sequels, and 
uh, the original trilogy with all the robots and, and droids they had on this one. Um, but th this season, like Danny said, it could be like phase four in a way because we're, we're still on that mindset of like we don't know what's going on. Uh, there's a storyline that's going, but like there's different episodes with like the third episode. It was just the clothing episode with Mandalorian was barely in it, like the main, the main characters. But it was uh, another story, like per se, to 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 expand what they're doing, um, and eventually all this stuff that's going on on this is leading up to the sequels with all the cloning with uh, with uh, I forgot his name the evil ET guy the Snoke was, yeah Snoke yeah that guy <laughs> um, with him with because he's a, he's a clone himself with force sensitive and like eventually they're leading it up to. To the sequel stuff, which is not the best thing because there's very little people that do like the sequels. But I, I'm very low expectation. I have literally no expectations for this season. And if they if they blow my mind, they will blow my mind because, like I said, I have like zero expectations. I'm just going for the ride. I like season two and one, and I'm just here for it. Now, I'll push back on that a little bit because I think this is something Star Wars does really good. They put out these movies that are half-baked and people hate on it, but then they come up with TV shows to fix the half-baked. Even, even yeah. the original trilogy, they had Rogue One to fix a plot hole. Clone Wars, a lot of it was fixing the things that happened in the prequels. Yep. And I think that's what they're doing now with Mando and even Bad Batch. So it's like, for me, I'm like, this, like these TV shows, they're like the Band-Aid on the Star Wars universe. We're yeah. going to fix these plot holes. We're going to make the Palpatine thing make sense. Like, um, So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if they pull it off. I think that's the big question. But I, I, I don't mind that they're trying to fix some of the mistakes. I, I, I do hope they do fix, because like like I said, the, the, the sequels get so much hate for for whatever reason and whatever you are specific to on, on the sequels, but they, they have, they have to, because the sequel ruined the fandom. Like it, it was not what we expected. And, and right now the Mandalorian is the only thing that's saving the Star Wars universe right now. Baby Yoda got Star Wars on his back right now. Like, I, <laughs> he's, I hope, carrying, uh, he's carrying, he's carrying. Yeah, I do. I hope they, like you said, they with all these TV shows and little stuff they're doing on the side. I do. They uh, hopefully they fix it. It's honestly really funny just seeing the fact that they're like, "Oh, we kind of messed up here in this area or whatever." Like with the sequels with Snoke and stuff like that. And like, let how do we fix it? Oh, let's just put this plot line in this show or make this whole new show. It it's pretty. Funny, but it's also genius because yeah. you're not only are you creating good content on a new show, you're fixing the old content that people thought were bad that can now be seen in a new light and be seen as good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well said. Uh, and if you guys are down, we will start to dive into the episode of the year. Um, and we open on this very uh, interesting scene here. Um, I don't know the aliens' names, but um, there seems to be some sort of love affair here where um, this Viceroy's son has run off with this woman and they're escaping. But they get hunted down here by what they think is an Imperial ship, but it actually turns out to be Bo-Katan's old friend's Axe Wove and Costa Reeves. And I did not expect to see them here when they like, when they said that there is like uh, a ship coming in, like I thought it was going to be, um, you know, what, what's uh, uh, Moff Gideon. Moff, I thought it was Moff, Moff Gideon, Gideon too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a real weird turn here, but uh, I thought it was really interesting. You know, there, 
it seems like a moment like the aliens might kiss, and I'm like, that's gonna be gross, yeah. but I don't like it's kind of cute at the same time. What did you guys think of this whole scene? It I, was so weird. It was yeah. like it was like this alien Romeo and Juliet type thing. Yep. I'm like, dude, what am I watching? And there were little tentacles that are moving around. It's like just kind of weird to watch. It made me, I don't know if you or anyone watching has seen The Last of Us, but there was that one scene where um, his lover was getting infected by the by the infected. It was like going into her oh, mouth. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like, I didn't want to see those tentacles. It just bothers me. Romeo and Juliet, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah. You... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I was gonna say um, it was a fun fact uh, about the actor who plays the the guy version of the guy of the of the Romeo and Juliet is actually Tom Holland's brother. Um, Harry, <laughs> Harry it's Harry Holland. No himself. way. Yeah, the the guy that made the cameo on on No Way Home. Uh, he's he's him. That's him. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, I found that I recently. Uh, I was watching on TikTok. It's like. Look at some Holland's brother there, um, but yeah, to to piggyback on that, I it was a weird scene, not weird scene in a way, but it's a, it's a funny weird scene. Um, it, it brought me back to the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, where the guy with the tentacles was like touching, um, oh my god, ja um, oh my god, for his name, Johnny Depp's character, Jack Sparrow, yeah. uh, when he's touching his face just like that, it gave me, <laughs> it, it threw me back to that scene. Um, but it was it, it was a pretty funny. Like I, it was just so random. They have a love interest of of two random characters that no one knows or even cares about. And then now I want to see if they make it. I want to see <laughs> if they if they if they come they come back and get together. That'll yeah. be a fun ending. But this is what I love about Star Wars, though. It's like this random little story building things. Yeah. Like this, we'll probably never see these characters again. And like the specifics of it, right? Like that chick, when we first see her, she's like in a tank, right? Like, yeah. I, I guess she needs to be in water, but like, why aren't the other people in tanks? Like, there were other people on the ship. And then like, they're like feeding her fish. It's so weird, but it's so Star Wars. And I appreciate yeah. that. Maybe they take turns. Maybe every 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 staff member just goes, okay, it's my turn. Or they have like a ticket number. Uh they go. But the fact that, that they were feeding each other, like it like like it was genuinely an animal in, a, in an aquarium, is just yeah. I'm not surprised that Star Wars put that in. I'm genuinely not. The the characters that they bring out in here in this universe is so wacky, but it's it works. It works because we know. We know the universe is wacky and it's so vast. So yeah. it was cool. My my first reaction when I did see that that scene specific, like the first, like the first shot of that, I was like, okay, so this person is hurt. Uh, we saw that on Boba Fett. We saw that on uh, with Darth Vader that they they get in these water tubes to to heal themselves. That that was my first my first in in the, uh, reaction to it. Okay, this girl is messed up some way, shape, or form, and she's healing up. But no. Uh, she is. You go to aqua, um, like a fitting, a fitting fish thing, and you just fitting it as as I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you guys expect to see uh, axe woves like this guy? Like, even if you go back to like when we first meet Bo-Katan, um, like she has these two pinchmen, and like Costa Reeves, the woman, she seemed to be the bigger character of the two. Like axe woves, I don't even know if he had a line. But now he's like the leader of the Mandalorians. So yeah. Like I don't know. Like it was so random to see them back too. So I don't. Did you guys have like any opinions? Do you like these characters? 
I I like seeing I, as many Mandalorians as possible. Yeah. I was like, yo, bring me more Mandalorians. They're just they're such a cool, you know, group. But I generally did think that if someone were to be the leader, uh, when she said that back towards the beginning of the season, that it was gonna be the girl, because like you said, she just seemed she just had more of that presence, but I did. I did expect them to come back at some point. I didn't know it was going to be then. Uh, like you guys were saying, I could. I, I was generally thinking towards that Moff Gideon route of when the ship came, but I did expect to see them because they just showed up. They were like part of Bo Katan's storyline introduction in Mandalorian, and because we're getting more of Bo Katan in this season. And her reuniting with the Mandalorians and all that. I was like, okay, well, we obviously had to see the people that she was with. So I, I did see it coming, just not specifically at that moment. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think there was gonna be them at all. I didn't think they were gonna be showing up anytime soon because I completely forgot about them. Like they were not in my my brain uh, whatsoever. I thought because the last ep- last episode, um when the the X-wing um, captain guy was looking for Moth Gideon's ship and it was destroyed, and then we saw some Beskar metal in there, and then he think, okay, the Mandalorians did it. So I thought there were like this evil group of Mandalorians that they're building up to eventually gonna show up. We don't know when because it was Mandalorians or some robots who had Beskar uh, suits or their build of Beskar. Um, but I thought there were evil pirate. Um, Mandalorians. I thought that, that was them. They were gonna kidnap them and destroy their ship and take their whatever they have inside of it. Uh, but I was not expecting to be back at all because I completely forgot <laughs> the characters were a thing. Um, but going back to to your questions, you said um, if if the guy was like the right call for for to be the leader, I don't think. I think Sasha Banks just it, it gave like a stronger presence than than he did. Uh, it was kind of weird to see him as the the, the leader. Um, but like I said, they're they're whatever characters to me personally. But then obviously they're back, so they're not that whatever. But hopefully they 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 do evolve and get better with that. If you told me in like season one that like this there would be an episode in season three that has Sasha Banks, Jack Black, Lizzo, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Tom Holland's brother. Like, I would call you crazy. Like, this is like we're gonna be attacking a lot of cameos here. It was a heavy pack cameo episode. Like every every scene, there's a new character, a cameo character. I was like, so I saw Jack Black and Alyssa was like, no, they didn't. And the funny thing is, they just <laughs> they pick their right week to release this episode because Jack Black has it's Jack Black's Mara. week. It's his week. His to shine. He's Let's back. <laughs> he's he's shining Mario plug. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen Mario, go see it. But I mean, and he shined in this episode. Honestly, the whoopsie. There goes our camera. I got too excited. Uh, he shined in, in in this episode. All the cameos did. L- Lizzo, the the, the uh, what's his back name? To the other guy. guy, Christopher the, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. They did really good. Honestly, you know, expect seeing. These are now these are actors. Like Jack Black is a legit actor, but you just don't expect it in the Star Wars universe type thing. So when you first see him, you're like, okay, this like this is funny, but it's probably gonna be kind of silly. It might it might seem kind of awkward, but it it worked. I was I was like, okay, I could buy this, and I did. Yeah. 
Well, the weird thing is, like, Star Wars has always been, especially with the movies, like, it's all about, like, if you think back to the start of every single trilogy, all of the actors in those movies were unknown. Mark yeah. Hamill, Carrie Fisher, you go back to even uh, Natalie Portman, this kick started it. Hayden Christensen, who's, like, still a nobody, no offense. Um, like, Daisy Ridley, like, these are, like, it's always, like, these, like, super underground actors that they pull out of nowhere. So then, like, yeah, we get here, like, I don't know, just, like, legends, like, actual yeah. legends of cinema are here. So it is, it's a, God, it's, it's a little, it's jarring, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's weird as we're seeing them in, 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 in this in this scenery because we see them in, in like Jack Black. Jack Black is, is a comedy character and like it, everything that he does is is, is is supposed to be funny and laugh. And the funny thing is I every time he, he was in, 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 in the scene, I I laugh every time he did and and and, and say it because he's just Jack Black. I can't see I cannot see he can't play any character. I see Jack Black. He you just had to. Jack you Black. had to. You had to smile. You had to laugh, it, regardless of what he was saying. I didn't even have to know the next line. I knew I was gonna smile or laugh at what he was saying, just because his presence. It's just like that humor presence that he has. Now, I, I was gonna. Uh, okay, first and foremost, shout out to the the Star Wars Instagram. If you don't follow us at Star Wars Pod, I did a behind the scenes stuff on our Instagram story today, and I kind of went through how I rewatched the episode tonight. And what my thought was, I was gonna go pull one of the Jack Black sound clips because I was like, man, he was so funny in this episode. So I go back and I'm watching his scenes, and like, turns out he doesn't say anything funny. Like he is just funny. Like he's delivering yeah, like just normal his Star presence. Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's no like jokes. He's just like telling things in like the Star Wars universe, and it's like uh, so wholesome. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, uh, I want to talk on the next scene here, which we get. We go back to Mando and Bo. They're flying to uh, Plazer, uh, Plazier fifteen, I think the planet's called, um, and they're going to find Axe Woves, but they are quickly um, sent in another direction. They take over their ship. Um, they kind of like, they do the intercom thing. They have like music they play. It's almost like, yeah. you know, uh, like an automatic, like uh, reply thing when you call a phone number. Um, but they get sent to another docking bay. They get on a train and they basically go out to meet the leaders of the planet who we're going to talk about. But um, I really like the, the planet that they're on here. Like it's super weird. Kind of like Navarro. It is like a place that is not ruled by the new Republic. So they yeah. kind of have their own rules. Um, and I felt like, I don't know, this, the world was so built out and this is what I love about Star Wars. It's like a whole new place with new rules, you know, like they're kind of run by droids. So I don't know. What'd you guys think of the planet here? So the planet, as soon as the planet showed up and we see all these, all these, I want to say people, they're aliens, but I'm gonna call them people. They're people. Um, all these people dress up in a weird way. I got Hunger Games vibe. You know, when they go to the Capitol and all these people just dressed in a weird way yes and there's a yes, leader and they were all at the table yeah i gave hunger game vibe it was like okay this is gonna do like a hunger game type of thing but it wasn't it was 100 different and and it was a really co a, a, a cool call out to the originals of the sky city it was it, it gave me also the same vibe like it was uh a superior city quote-unquote superior because it's like so fancy and then they have the underwork um ground workers is like it gave me that vibe too, but the funny part was the Hunger Games. It's like, okay, all these people are fancy, better than everybody, but yeah. I I genuinely enjoyed it just because it's a new place to us, and they can do whatever they want with it, and they did, but it was like 
enjoyable. Like it wasn't, it wasn't too, cause there's, there will be certain places where you'll see in the star Wars universe or other, even other universes where you get this introductory new place and you're like, honestly, it doesn't look, it doesn't seem like that built out type of thing. Like, like they could have, they could have done this better with this place already seemed formed. It, it had, it showed different aspects of the planet. Like they went, they went to the top, they went to the bottom where the little, the little guys were, um, it was, it was built out. So I actually really enjoyed it. And seeing that hunger games vibe is, was pretty cool. That, that's a good point, you because like even like number one, most of the planets we go to in Star Wars are just desert planets, and like that's their yeah. main characteristic. Like Navarro, Jakku, Tatooine, like they're all the same at the end of the yeah. day. Uh, Batu, you know, it's it, but this like like you said, like it shows like some diversity and like life, you know. Yeah. You see the city life, and um, yeah, it's very very well built out. So um, yeah, uh, good observation there. Um, so yeah, they're meeting with. Uh, Jack Black and Lizzo, who we we have touched on a little bit here, um, but they're they're looking for help to. Honestly, I did. They explained it. I watched the episode twice. I still don't really get it. Like, I don't know why they need Mando and Bo to do this. Like, they have an army and like they had an excuse, but like, it it was dumb. Okay. Anyways, it yeah. it was basically it a was a horrible to... excuse. <laughs> it was a horrible excuse. You have this giant pack of Mandos that are literally like at your will because you hired them. What you're telling me? Not one of those people could have done it. Nah, it was a horrible well, excuse. They're like, you can't, you can't bring weapons into the city, but it's your culture. I'm like, that is their culture too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, it, it was, it, yeah. I guess the explanation didn't make sense. Um, but that's like literally every Mandalorian episode. He goes to this new planet. Oh, you want something? You we need something to be done. Um, that's like, I guess their philosophy it's always for a give episode. And take, the give and it's take. a give and take type of thing. Um, so I was not surprised by this. I was like, okay, he's going to go here. They're looking for this, um, Mandalorians and they're going to play him. And then that's basically what they did. They didn't play him, but they're like, okay, you want this? We need this done. Um, even though it was literally under their nose, it was the captain of the security. It's a security guy. That's, that's it. Who is controlling yeah. the, the robots. I just want to plug that? something. The fact that most likely the rest of the season, at least this episode, we're getting Bo-Katan without a helmet, looking like a baddie all the time. Okay. Thank you, Star Wars universe. I just yeah. wanted to point that out. <laughs> and, and with the Darksaber, too. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like every... Never mind. <laughs> every man's You dream. leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagination's going to wander. Uh, but yeah, so they do. You mentioned they go to the the head of security, who's Christopher Lloyd, and you know he kind of sets up some of the stuff going on here about the droids malfunctioning. And I'll be honest, I, I thought this was it for him. Like I thought it was just a fun, cute little cameo. Like, and we were never going to see this character again. He turns out to be a way bigger part of the plot, but yeah. um, uh, very interesting to have him uh, here. What what did you think about him? I was not expecting him to to. I thought I personally thought he stopped acting. Uh, last last thing I, I saw him do was a, a skit with Rooker Morty that he played uh, Rick and then the kid from uh, I forgot his name. I think Stranger Things kids. I don't know. I don't, one of them kids. Finn Wolfhard um, or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, that was playing Morty. That's like the last time I ever saw him doing acting, but it was just a skit for a promotion for Rooker Morty. But honestly, I was not expecting to see. 
the famous Doc Brown on on Star Wars universe anytime soon. Uh, it catches me off guard, and I I I was like, yeah, I I got happy like inside, like a fan. I'm a fan of his, and I'm a fan of the Back to the Future movies. I, it was. A very happy moment for me to see. Put him in as many things as you can. It could just be a cameo. I mean, this guy's old. We need. We need, <laughs> he was old in, in the Back to the Future, and that was ages ago. <laughs> How is this man still alive? I have no clue. But just keep putting him in little yeah. cameo movies and shows, just so we can keep getting more Christopher Lloyd content. And and for him to be playing a villain, that that's the that's the funny thing is, like he most of the time that we see him, he's, he's a good guy. So seeing him back again. And then seeing like in a different role that I were not used to seeing him in, it was it was it, it catched me by off guard that he was the villain. I thought he was mm. like this nice guy, like this old dude. Like you didn't think the old dude was the the bad guy, didn't you? But guess that by the back by the old dude. <laughs> yep. Um, so one thing he mentions here is like if you want more information on the droids, you have to go to the Ugnots in the lower levels of the city. And these guys are down here; they're making droids. Um, and they're kind of ignoring them at first, but then Bo yep. or, or uh, Din pulls out the uh, the Krill uh, Quill card, right? Um, which, like, I didn't think he was that important that like every Ugnot in the world would know who he is, but um, they did that and they immediately started listening. And um, yeah, again, this is like, uh, you know, I guess they're like very stubborn in these creatures because, like, at first, like, no, they're not malfunctioning, like, there's no problems with our droids. And then, yeah. like, Din speaks to them a little nicer, and they're like, okay, yeah, here are the ones that are malfunctioning. <laughs> it's like, come on, we're trying to, we're all working together here. Yeah. Why are you holding this back? Yeah, that was like a, like you said, like, well, I don't understand why they were holding back. They were, like, really stubborn at the beginning when even when they uh, tried to approach them. Uh, and then, like you said, Din started talking to them, like, how he talked to, uh, I forgot his name, but he's, he, was, he was in the first season, like, I have spoken that it became it a thing after we saw him and then his death was like very emotional too in the, in the first season. And then to bring him back two seasons later, like the same vibe and everything. Um, I thought it was interesting. I, I was not expecting those characters to come back. Uh, but yeah, they were stubborn in the beginning. They were kind of going to, why are you being a dick? Like you said, we're in the same team. We're trying to stop all this because you're getting the, they were getting the bad name for it. They're like, your rejoice, you're fixing and repairing are being malfunctions or it's your fault so they were like nah it's in it us you look at you look at their own dude yeah but here's the thing the the star wars universe as we know is so vast and they have their like they're known for something like they, they have a reputation so anyone who's anyone just wants to walk up to them and say hey yo you know give me this information you know they got this standard they're like if you want to talk to us you got to talk to us in a certain way. And I actually really enjoyed it. I kind of like when there's, that it's not just a normal conversation between two people, every single place you go, you're going to all these planets, all these different creatures. You're telling me everyone has this like same quote unquote language that the, they have to talk to each other in. So the way that he was like, you have to speak to them in a specific way that they have this high regard for themselves type of thing. It was like, okay, now now you're getting more, more like universe into these characters that that makes you, that makes them more meaningful. Yeah. It's it's uh, this is how the world works, right? And I and I you nail it perfectly. Like 
people are different. You know, I'm from Tennessee, right? Uh, I grew up with Southern hospitality. I can go to New York City and greet them the same way I would a Tennessee person and be and like they would not get it. Like it doesn't like this yeah. is it, there's there's cultures, right? Um, there's a lot of differences between people. Um, you know, we might look the same, but we come from two different environments. And like, I think that's a thing that they are really tackling in modern Star Wars that I really appreciate um, that like, you know, they didn't necessarily have, you know, in the original trilogy. So this is great. Yeah. Um, so they end up sending them to a location where they think there's a malfunctioning droid. They go to the loading docks. And guys, I'm just going to say it now. I, I think I'm out on Din. He's kind of an asshole. Like he's, Dude. he's a dick. And I don't know where you guys stand. So <laughs> here's the thing. I, I come from the place of, I love droids, right? I think droids are awesome. I think in Star Wars, droids are sentient. They have feelings. Uh, you have to treat them as such. We tackled this in the Solo movie where like they were oppressed, right? And like the message was that like they deserve rights. And so here's the thing. These droids have been taken from their environment, reprogrammed to basically be slaves, so they're just constantly working for the people. And right. then Din Djarin comes in here and he's kicking them. He's Dude. like, he's not, he's like, like waving his hand in their face. Like, I'm like at this point, and it gets worse. This is just the start. Din Djarin is a dick. <laughs> he is. And the thing is the joy, the other droid, and I think Bo-Katan, maybe not, but I know the other droid for sure was like, yo, stop. And this one is like, yeah. nah. And he was asking for it. That droid pulled out a haymaker, Creed 3, pop. And just smack them, <laughs> bro. I, I was like, "Good, you you need a little you need a little punch from one of these droids." And like you were saying, they like they got meaning. They have life. Uh, just seeing all the movies and spinoff movies that we've gotten shows it shows like these these aren't just meaning like mindless robots type of thing. Uh, when I saw the first two droids that showed up when they first got to the planet, I immediately think of C-3PO and, and R2-D2 and all the, all like the connections that they had. And then now I'm seeing Din Djarin just Being a messing with these robot. droids. I'm like, bro, these people got feelings. <laughs> yeah, I was not with it here. It did lead to like a cool chase scene, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. But also like, it gave me the vibes of like, Din's like a, like a, a dirty cop, right? Like he, yeah, like he, he goes is to this the person's dirty cop. Yeah, he goes to this person's workplace. He messes with them. They retaliate, and then he takes them down. It's like, uh, it's it's very ugly. But uh, they end up chasing them here, and um, they kill this droid who was just trying to do their job. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Any co any other comments <laughs> on the droid stuff here? I I. I don't know. I don't know why he. I do hope they do more flashback of of hatred of droids because in the very first first season we see him hating on the droid that right right now he's trying to to bring him back to life to help him for any any necessary thing because that was the first episode we haven't talked about this this droid since the very first episode that was his first mission. But we I don't still we don't know why he hates droids so much. He never even that droid I cared about. And if, exactly. and if he cares about that droid, and I, I, he's like, oh, I care only about one droid in the entire Star Wars universe. I'm like, dude, come on, give give him a, give him a little break. I, I, I will say there's a 
I, I think we get a hint as to why he doesn't like droids. There's a flashback, very brief, I think it's in season one, of his childhood and where he became an orphan, basically. And it mm-hmm. shows the battle droids destroying, I, I don't know if it's home or whatever, but I think that is where it comes from. Right, yeah. It, it so could I, be for, for that, yeah. I, it I, makes sense. I mean, yeah, it, I don't know. It, it makes sense. I mean, you got you got the tragic backstory, so you're traumatized, I guess. I mean, but you can't really pinpoint it on your droids because droids, if you literally think about, like you said earlier, they're quote unquote slaves. They're they're being controlled by by someone who said, "Okay, you do this. You go kill these people. They just do follow orders." That's that's their program. No, no. So for you, him, <laughs> you don't have any say in this. And I will say, I just I just want to side. I mean, here. on, on that no, on that no, specifically shut up, shut up, though, shut up, shut up. you don't get no. I just want to say something because me and Messi, I, I, you know, we have our own podcast and he always says that he would never forgive Bucky because even though he was brainwashed, he would never forgive him and that he is on Team Iron Man forever because X, Y, and Z. Because even though he was brainwashed, he still did it. So you can't say anything about, oh, but the I'd forgive the droid even okay. though they were brainwashed. I take it back. I take, take it, it back. back. Take it back. Bucky, Hypocritical Bucky, right there. I, I take any, anything that I just said right now, I take it back. Uh, Bucky gets suck my nuts. Uh, he killed Armin's mother. Uh, I don't think and he, the droids, he, he the tried. droids can suck I, your nuts too. Yeah, uh, the droids can suck my duck. Ding Jaren can hate robots all his life. I will be Ding yeah. Jaren's team. So, That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be careful because I'm a Bucky fan personally. Um, with right, that being right. said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh so they, they end up they search this droid, they find out that there is this what do they call it? Nano, spark pad. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, the spark pad. something like that, yeah. Uh-huh. And and it, it leads them back to this bar, a droid bar. And the, the reason I like this droid bar so much is because if you think back to the original trilogy and the first time they go um into a bar in Star Wars in a new hope, yep, they tell the droids, We don't serve your kind here. And then it, like I feel like I've always wondered like well, where do they serve their kind, right? Um, and there's a droid bar. Like, I, I think that's so cool. Like, I feel like it yep. is a good callback. I think it makes a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah, so they go here, and more uh, more din assholery going on here. Like, Bo, Bo even before is like, okay, let me handle this. Like, you're a little too hot right now. And yeah. he comes in and, like, immediately is threatening them again. And I'm like, and even the droids, <laughs> like, I just want to, like, I'm on your side. I want to help. Like, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, what do you guys think of the droid bot? He's like, dude, I, I, just, I just work here. That's that, that's immediately what I thought of, was like, literally any job, customer comes in and they're just pissed off at you for no reason that has anything to do with you. And you're like, dude, I just work here. <laughs> like, dude, I got, we just find, we just found out you, these stars Karen. Din Djarin is Star Wars Karen at this point. <laughs> he has he, a speech he, with the manager. <laughs> he's just doing his job, and then you just come and scream at him. I, I honestly thought, um, because of, of the callback that you mentioned on New Hope, I thought they were going to do the same thing to them. I want I wanted to see that reaction on a human's face. Like, your kind is not welcome here on, on this bar. I, I honestly was, I was expecting that line, but I didn't get it. It would have been cool, though, uh, to that callback. Like, like, the tables turn around. Like you cannot come in here, and then they blast their way in. But that's not that was not the case. Um, but yeah, they get the good, like I said, the good, bad, and cop thing, and we see more this douchebag trying to be mean to a, a good robot. There's literally no harm being done to them. Um, 
But yeah, they find the the reason why the robots are being bad is because the, the doctor himself, Dr. Brown, was doing bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they basically, they're selling like this um, oil or whatever that like can fix their programming or rejuvenate them somehow. Um, and they find out that there's nanobots and they find out there's a bad batch. There's a pun for you. Um, but yeah, so uh, I really like the scene where they they go in and they they look at the battle droid and he's on like the table. It's almost like a, what do they call it? A, a morgue or? A, uh... Yeah, 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 morgue. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they have that for droids. I feel like just throwing them in the scrap pile. I guess that's me being hateful towards droids, but whatever. <laughs> um, but even then, as they're like figuring out, there's another droid in there that's like floating around and like he's not having it. He starts shooting off laser beams. And uh, I thought that was another fun scene. Then tuck his ass down, though. Yeah, that's the first time we saw the, the Dark Blade came yeah. out uh, since I think episode two when Bokotsan saves him from the spider robot type of guy. Um, it was it was a good. I, I completely forgot about the, the dark blade because they they barely like. I feel the dark blade was it was a big deal in the first two seasons. Like now it's just whatever because now now even Bukatin herself before this episode happened she was finding her way to become the leader of of this of this culture of of people. Um, and I, I don't know. They just I'm just skipping all the way to the end basically right now. Um, but okay, I'll I'll talk I'll. But also, kind of what you were alluding to is, like you said, this is the first time we've seen it shown in quite a while, and it's crazy to think that Manos has this dark saber with him this whole time, and we like he's been in all these fights, and he, he's just not using it. It's like it's only his pistol, his little blaster that he's using. Bokatan's using her own thing, so it's just like it's just there. It's just for show. Yeah, see, I'm trying to think, like, um, I feel like, so how many fight scenes has he been in? I think there's only one other one that he could have used, and it's when he was, uh, when they fought the dragon. I feel like that would have been a good place to bring it out. But here's the thing. He sucks with the Darksaber. Like, even when he he uses an episode two, like, (laughs) it's, it's, I don't think it's convenient for him. And I think that even at the end here, when he gives it up, he's like, I don't even know how to use this thing. You can have it. (laughs) Like, I don't think it's that helpful to him. So. Uh, I guess, yeah, because like the Dark Shaver has this um, power to it. Like, we, we really haven't really seen with other lightsabers. Uh, but with this specific lightsaber, the Dark Shaver, you the Dark Shaver needs to know what you really desire with it. So, if, if, you're, if your heart is not in it, the Dark Shaver is going to feel heavy. For, like, have we seen with him? It, it feels heavy, does not really wielding it um, correctly. But then again, we saw Bukatan saving him, and she was wielding it like. It was like light as a feather, like nothing was heavy to her. So like, I guess that's a uh, a good way that he gave it up. Like it's not it's not for him, and I guess it's cowboy ways of using his pistol uh, stuff like that. Is it works for him? It, so far, he's still alive. So yeah, well uh, well said. So um, I do want to talk about here. I guess this, this is where they arrest um, uh, Christopher Lloyd. His character's name is Hellgate, which is like, I, I don't know if they said it in the, in the second half. I don't know if they said it in the first half, but if I knew that his name was Hellgate, I'd be like, yeah, oh, you, this guy's evil. <laughs> yeah, you, that they, it was like, you name a guy Mr. Bad Guy and you expect him to, to be good. No, 
His name is Hellgate. You you expect him to be? I got the same the same thing. It's like okay, if I knew this guy was Hellgate, why are you still looking for other people uh, on <laughs> down there? You, you is it right there? Just get the guy. Um, it, it was an interesting name for for him. Well, I mentioned this with Aliyah Kane, who was in episode three, that I kind of broke down her name. Aliyah sounds like I lie, and Kane, as in Kane and Abel. So, like, I, I, it's kind of, if you guys have seen Incredibles 2, uh, what is the lady's name? Uh, oh, man. The villain. Do you... Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's going to kill me. I just know her, her, her fake name, Screenslaver. I don't, I don't remember. I remember the real one. But, yeah, the play on words, it's... Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, here. Hold on, I'm giggling. Uh, sorry to the audience for the uh, <laughs> for the delay. <laughs> uh, Evil Endeavor, which sounds oh, yeah. like evil, <laughs> evil endeavor. Evil endeavors. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just uh, always look at the character names because, like, especially in Star Wars, they're kind of on the nose. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, we find out we get like a Count Dooku reference. Like, he is like obsessed yeah. like a Count Dooku fanboy. He's a separatist, which I still don't get. Like why like it, it like a lot of things in this episode like the leap from like okay he wants to be a separatist to like okay let me infect all these drugs like i don't it doesn't like go hand in it it doesn't fit right. perfectly yeah. yeah whatever it is what it is it's i think really cool seeing how he's like okay we're still star wars fans in the heart of the og regardless of how much new stuff they put out that we like we're still og fans so you know him name dropping count dooku is cool it was like it, it made us feel cool and he was this close this close to name anakin dropping skywalker. anakin well this is dark vader but it's a type of anakin um oh man I, I just wish i heard it just i don't know there's just something about hearing hearing the og names that just makes it just gets you tingly on the inside but just having all these connections from literally like the old stuff, the new stuff and the current stuff. It's just like all coming together, which is really cool. I feel like, okay. So like, like you said, it doesn't really make sense of, of why is this guy still following the, the old ways, even though they've been dead at this point for years, like it's been years since Count Dooku has died. It's been years since uh, Darth Vader has passed away. It's years since, um, Palpatine has passed away too, like, well, quote unquote, passed away it's, for some reason, he's alive. Um, but I feel like this this guy is still like, on, like, you know, some people nowadays just feel like back in the day stuff, like they still follow their old ways. Like they, they still have got that hope that back in the day it's going to be here. Um, I think that's what's going on on dead with him. I think with his like old age, I don't know. I don't know if he has mental issues of like old age stuff like that. Um, but I, I think that's the what I got from that scene. It's like he's, well, he's also really old, exactly. So yeah, so, so like you grew up probably you know in his prime, the twenties or something like that. I don't I don't know how old these people live to, but uh, that he you have like a certain mentality. So he probably carried that mentality with him, regardless of what yeah. was going on as time passed. He was like, this was still what I believed. So he he just kept it, kept yeah. it to him, even though it's been years since that movement or that that the specialist or what um i forget what was the word that you said separatist separatist specialist uh <laughs> separatists were were a thing because Ganduku was a separatist and he, he had that his ways back in the day but it, ma it makes no sense of of why he's still trying to take down or 
follow the corruption because that's what Kandoku Kandoku was is is he he noticed that the the republic at that moment was corrupt. And well, here's the thing. I, yeah, you gotta, you gotta again take it to like some real, real world context, and not to get too dark, dark here. But there are still Nazis, guys. Like Nazis are still a thing. Like that. Yeah. Like there are still like horrible ideal, ideology. I'm not even gonna try to say that. Ideologies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that are still out there. That are still vibrant yeah. today. That are still dangerous today. And so, like, I don't. That part, like the fact that there is somebody that might worship this evil character, like. It's not too much of a stretch for me. So I guess if you put it that way, if you if you put it to like nowadays stuff, anything can 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 go on. We live in a crazy world right now. Um, but it's not okay. Like I said, it's not that crazy of 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 this guy worshiping the devil himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was also I, I, cool I guess, because cool that he yeah. chose well that he chose Count Dooku. And, you know, Tales of the Jedi just recently released not too far, not too far back. And we kind of saw more of Dooku's backstory. And, you know, I, if you're really into Star Wars lore, then, you know, you already know some of Dooku's backstory. But, it, you know, seeing kind of that and how he shifted from being a quote unquote Jedi to going into the Sith and then now having like why he believed what he believed. And then now this guy, uh, Christopher Lloyd, who was like, kind of i mean he wasn't a jedi but he had those certain beliefs so it was cool kind of like going back into something that we just recently saw shift into that separatist ideology come back yeah um so they they do end up capturing him here and they go back to the duchess and the captain here and um Here's another thing I don't like about Den. I mentioned it last week. Den put Grogu in danger by going to fight in a starfighter and keeping a baby with him. Like, I don't know if you put like a car seat in the back of your fighter jet, right? Um, so that was a bad parenting decision. Another one is he, and I didn't even realize it until I saw later, he left Grogu with these strangers for like, so like, uh, that, that was kind of weird. Yeah, you have um, no but, idea. You have no idea of their intentions. They could be yeah. like these horrible, you didn't know, you didn't know the, the the scientist dude was a bad guy. So I was like, how do you know these people aren't bad? How do you know they're not in on it? So they even said the they were, just left them. Yeah. They even said when they were coming in on the train, like, we might have to blast our way out of here. Like, they, they yeah. had no idea what they were getting themselves into. But so. then again, Grogu was straight chilling. I mean, playing games, eating food. He was literally having the time of his life, which is pretty funny uh, just because they did show so many shots of like panning to Grogu. I'm like, dude, you're just literally trying to show that this guy's well, one, they're just trying to show more Grogu because the fandom, but two, the, the, how much not like chilling he's doing is pretty funny. Yeah, we didn't touch yeah. on it, but at the beginning, his reactions to like everything going on, like even to like Jack Black and Lizzo, like like he's, yeah, he's like, just like, like a shocked ass face. Yeah, he's like, what? Is, yeah. what where are we right now? <laughs> so, uh, I want to say something before we move on uh, within with the next part of the show. Can I can I say of of how much I hate that Grogu still a thing? Like, why? I, I'm a fan. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I got Baby Yoda stuff. I love the character. I think I think the the first two seasons they did so great to leave him to 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 Luke Skywalker. I think I him coming back on Boba Fett, I was like, why they they literally ruined that perfect moment on 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 the season two finale 
to bring it back. Literally, the next show, it's not even about him. It's, it's Boba Fett's show. And the giant literally saved the whole show because every episode he was in, people went crazy. And then we saw Luke Skywalker again with Baby Yoda. Maybe Yoda decided to go back to him. I, me personally, I, if if he was to were to come back, I will personally love him to come back mid season and not another person's show to come back and then be a literally a, a cloud a crowd pleaser because that's what he is right now. He's just a puppet jumping around <laughs> of of. Right, he just yeah, he's not serving a purpose. It's like but, yeah, right now it's just there to 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 be there. And like you said, he, he he's there to be bad be a bad kid. I mean, not bad kid, but his dad is the worst dad ever. Like he's just leaving with strangers that he just met on that moment. So I have a lot to say on this actually, and <laughs> it sounds like they haven't learned their lessons from the sequels because it sounds like what I've heard and like some of the rumors behind the scenes is like that was not John Favreau's decision. He wanted Grogu to stay with Luke yeah. and they changed oh. it because they thought that you can't have the Mandalorian without Grogu. Um, which again, if you go back to the sequels, that was a lot of the issues was like creative differences. People had different ideas and like they weren't meshing together at all. So like, I, I have a lot of issues with Grogu and the fact that like, you know, I think he should probably still be with Luke. Number one. The other thing is kind of off topic, like Grogu. Here's the thing. The great thing about Yoda. And this is like, um, you know, if you think back, like the what made Yoda so great and so wise was that like he was 500 years old. He had lived for 500 years. He had so many experiences. Uh, he had so much time to learn. But Grogu's like 60 and like he still acts like a baby. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. Like, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like. I want him to talk. Can you say a word, Grogu? One word. You've been alive for sixty years. Apparently, they're they're leading up to it. Like last, um, I think that was like two episodes ago. Um, he, uh, they, Boba, uh, not Boba, um, Bogotan and Amanda were in the on the on the ship, and they they go, "This is the way," and this is the way, and then he goes, "Blah blah 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 blah," in the background. So like, <laughs> like, no, but they did they're, say they're leading up. They're leading up you. to it. Uh, I don't know if it was Dave Filoni or John Favreau, one of those guys. They were like. Someone asked him, like, oh, is Grogu going to talk at some point? And he's like. So, I mean, I I do see it coming. But I, I do agree with you, uh, Michael, that it's like, well, when is this guy, when is this guy growing up? Like, yeah, how long, how long does your 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 puberty go and take? Yeah, it's not impressive to be 500 years old if you spend half that time being a baby. So um, <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. We'll see. Hopefully we get a word by the end of the season. That's on my bingo card. Yeah. Um, so uh, another weird thing here is he gets knighted. Like uh, the Duchess knights him. I'm like, what did yeah. Grogu do? He played sports. Everyone else saved the day. Like Din and Bowden, they got the key to the city. It's a worthless piece of crap. Yeah. I don't even, even open this. Yeah, you chose Grogu to get knighted. <laughs> but I feel like they're just they're trying to lead up to some story with him for sure, being some Mandalorian Jedi. I don't even know. But you know what I hope? Um I hope the, the this season ends really dark. And I and I and the the uh, what I mean by that is that they actually end up capturing Grogu because um we don't know who or what person they get to get the cloning for sensitive for cloning for Snook yet. We don't know that yet. He could be that person. This this character, Grogu, could be that person. And that by the end of the show, they capture it. And that and that they are doing actually experiments on him. 
that would be a really dark ending. But I do hope that ending, or because they eventually they're gonna lead up to it, um, to that to that moment. But either either this season or um, I don't know how many seasons they're planning to do. I think they're doing a, probably five seasons. Um, They'll do it, as many seasons as uh, that money like brings wants, in. Yeah. I think John Favreau said recently that he doesn't have an ending planned. Like, the, I think he he imagines this to go on. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I just did. I just planned their ending, John Favreau. Uh, I expect my check in the morning. Uh, I just give you your ending, right here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they end up they end up going to uh, the fleet, which is the whole reason they yeah. were on this planet, and uh, you know. Bo-Katan's there to get her fleet back, and Axe yeah. is like, "Nah, these are this is my stuff now." And she yep. challenges him to a duel, um, and Bo-Katan just absolutely rips him to shreds, uh, which is fun to watch. In uh, a pretty cool yep. fight, yeah, yeah. My then favorite I is when he like throws her off the ship, but she yep. uses like her grapple to like pull him down. Instead. Yeah, like, that was uh, smart. I was like, "Okay, if, going, if I'm going down, you're going down with it." Type of, type of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I I love I love Mandalorian versus Mandalorian fight because they use all their gadgets together. They like, use everything. Exactly. They use everything to to battle. Like we, it's, it's, it's like you don't know who's gonna win. Like it's, uh, it's just those type of battles. Like I think last time we saw Mandalorian versus Mandalorian uh, was with um, Din fighting the the really big guy that we see him on on this on the season. Like the, they have the love hate in the relationship type of thing. Um, but like seeing this, I think well, this was a better fight because we actually see them using their their jetpacks or their grappling hooks or their lasers, whatever they want to call it. The shield, it, it, the shield, the fire. Every, it was it was it was a good, it was a good fight. It was an interesting yeah. fight. All right, so this is my last complaint of the episode. It is kind of at the end of the episode, but this <laughs> is so stupid how Bo gets her sword back. Like, uh, yeah, basically what they're so saying dumb. is Bo can't lead them because she doesn't have the dark saber. And then Jen's like, well, Bo beat the person who beat me, so technically she beat me. No, that's not how it works. That like takes all the works. cool out of like the tradition. Yeah, you could have if they could have done it in a better way. But also, you think about it, if that's the logic you're gonna go with, how many times has someone saved Din while he's had the lightsaber, the, the dark saber? Grogu saved in with while well, he's had the for for that matter you could say Grogu Grogu should be the rightful owner of the dark saber uh I'm sure Boba Fett saved him at some point with the dark like it's just come on come on I if, okay if I I saw this on TikTok I don't know if this is true because like I'm a I'm a very mediocre fan of Star Wars so I'm not really <laughs> well known but what I saw on TikTok it really makes sense if they go by this logic if you beat me. And then you, my friend beats that guy. And then, th- technically speaking, that sword it belongs to my friend because, oh, oh crap, my mic fell. And that's the logic. That's the logic that then did. Let's go back to Rebels. The the rifle owner who actually won the battle between uh, Darth Maul and the owner previously to Darth Maul, Darth Maul won that battle and got the Darth Saber. The person who beat Darth Maul after that was Dark Sidious, Palpatine. He got the Dark Blade. Technically, the person who beat Darth uh, Palpatine was Darth Vader. So if if by that logic, technically speaking, Anakin Skywalker is the rightful order. And then who of, beat Darth Vader? Luke. Like Luke, Luke, and then so it goes, just, it goes. You can just trickle down no as many as long the rabbit hole as you want to. So for them to go with that logic, 
Actually, now that I think of it, uh, if if Kylo Ren beat Luke, and then who beat Kylo? So it, it goes back to Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine's still there. It goes back to him. So it's so dumb. It's a, it's, it's really a dumb. dumb. It's a dumb. It, it it was for the sentiment because because last time he he won the 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 Darth Blade from Moff Gideon on that on that last episode last season, and then he was like, "I don't want it. You can have it, but the rule is you have to defeat the person in battle." So they tried to do that again here after she defeats um uh I his name the leader the new leader of the new group. Um, and then she goes, and he goes, why don't you just beat him? He has the dark saber. You can't rule Mandalore without the, the dark saber. And then, then he goes without BS story saying like, oh, she defeated this guy for me. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, for, I mean, I'll, I'll get over it. You know, it's not like a deal breaker for me. It's just a little weird. Um, but that does take us to the end of the episode. Um, I, I, for all the complaints that I had, uh, for any complaint I might have for the season as a whole, I did enjoy the. I'm enjoying every episode. It was, yeah, it was enjoyable for sure. Seeing all the cameos and seeing how they worked, honestly, uh, was yeah. pretty cool. I enjoyed the episode. I do want to say one thing though. If if that's the logic they're going to go with, let's just say it works, right? The logic works. That that's how you want to give up the dark saber. Why didn't he say that before? Why didn't he get like? Or you could have just given it to her earlier. Why do Why do you just now be like, oh, now I'll give it to you, and she accepts it? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. He, he was on here. he was probably waiting for the the right moment, the right place type of thing. It was like, okay, or I might guess as well give really it to talk you about now. it. It didn't come up until now, at least. I so. Yeah, but it was it was a good episode, honestly. Uh, it was. I I don't even I don't even know what is a filler episode anymore because we don't really. Uh, we kind of know where this is going, but we don't fully know where this is going. So it's like, you could say this is a filler. You could say it's not a filler. I have no clue. But it was a good side, I guess, side quest, main quest episode. Yeah. Um, well, all right, guys. I wanted to, uh, I, I, I prepped you on this. Uh, we like to close our episode out with uh, recommendations. Something else you guys have been doing that you want to leave with the audience. Um, I'm going to throw it to Danny first. Do you have something you want to leave the people with? Uh, you know, I actually do. I, I have two things. Hopefully I didn't steal one of Messi's, but one is go watch Mario. As we re-referenced before, Jack Black is in it. And this dude just, he takes the leash that he had for Bowser and he's like, I'm just going to run with it. And he did. It was really funny. It worked. It was a great movie. So I mean, we're Star Wars fans. We were probably Mario fans growing up as kids. So it's just it's a cool callback to the to the movies. And the second thing, it's not fully out yet, but the lot the the new Jedi video game is coming out very shortly, very very shortly, and it's looking really good. So be on the be on the lookout for that game and pre-order it. Uh, well, for my part, talking about games. Uh, God of War New Game Plus just came out, and guess what? I am on that train again. Uh, new new su new suits, uh, new battle stuff. Uh, I'm literally reliving what I relived like a month ago because I finished the game so fast. I want to redo the game whole again. Uh, so yeah, so New Game Plus for God of War Ragnarok. Go play; it's fun, and yeah. 
So the reason I asked you guys to go first is because I didn't think I really had anything. And I've been sitting while you guys are talking, like, what can I write? Like, I, I've recommended a lot of stuff. You know, I'm playing Resident Evil. I'm watching Succession. Like, but I've, always, I've recommended all this stuff already. Um, but then it came to me. I don't, I, I'm going to recommend something uh, that I haven't really done. I'm going to recommend some food, okay? Guys, I, I hear a lot of slander about Arby's. But, like, honestly, get <laughs> off your high horse. Because, like, go to Arby's, get you two classic beef and cheddars get extra arby's sauce lather that thing like a sloppy joe and just enjoy it i've been on arby's kick here for a minute and uh if you're sleeping on arby's you know what just get out arby's gets yeah. gets too much disrespect let's be I real like their it's, not, it's not the best thing in the world but when you're comparing it to other fast food places come on it's not that bad it's too much disrespect what are you gonna do eat burger king like come on exactly Come on. I like Burger King. <laughs> Burger King sucks. Let's be real. All right, all right. I know this is the end, but I got one last question, but you guys don't have to answer it. Then we can okay. end it right here. We know... Okay, so Jack Black on the character... Uh, and like, it, like it worked for for that guy. He's like on the re rehabilitation type of thing, but we've seen other characters that went through the same, same thing, but they're still evil. Like the girl from episode three. Um... Do you think Jack Black is evil and we'll see him again? Don't answer it. This is for you guys, whoever's listening and watching <laughs> yeah, this. Okay. Put in the comments. Comment oh, on. Start leaving the open-ended question. Okay. Then... Well, hey, actually, uh, on Spotify, I have the ability to ask the audience questions. So if you're listening here on Spotify, swipe up. I'll have that question for you, and uh, you fill it out. So, um, okay, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining there us. This was such a blast. Um, I'm going to throw it to you guys now. I want you to tell people about your podcast and where people can find you online and all that good stuff. Okay. Well, you can find me at Danny42 with three N's because two was taken on Instagram. So I had to just add an extra N on there. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Give me a follow. Let me know you're not a weirdo because I'm apparently getting random spammers every single day. But if you don't want to follow me, you could follow him or our own page and Messi will take it from here. Yeah. So you can follow me at Messi.17 underscore. Uh, let me who you are. Uh, if you disagree or disagree with something that I said on the, on the, on, on this podcast, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, but if you don't want to follow us individually, you can always follow us on qualify heroes. We are on multiple platforms, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, we're most every, almost everywhere. Uh, but yeah, again, we are very honored, uh, with Michael Absolutely. here that let us For be sure. here. Uh, this was a blast. Stars, it, it was honestly a blast. We like the end. Then we 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 are our own nerds, and we we re don't really talk to other people. Um, it was like like an honor. Uh, it was a pleasure being here with you, Michael. And hopefully we do this again, uh, maybe for the finale. Uh, but again, thank you very much. Sure. I think next thank time you. I have to get I have to get your Marvel takes right. Like I think we got to get the opposite <laughs> side here. Maybe oh like, yeah, we'll you do it. Secret invasions or something. Uh, we'll we'll put a bit on that. We'll be in touch. For sure. All right, for sure. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to close out the episode. I like to uh, remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. It really does help the show. And if you leave a review, I'll read it on here. I don't care. I'll do it. You could <laughs> you, you could just give us five stars and say like something kooky or something stupid that you want me to say, and I'll do it. 
Also, please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week. We actually have a bonus podcast coming tomorrow that we're going to be recording. We're going to be talking about the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Tommy is a big D&D guy. This is like his Super Bowl. So um, (laughs) we will be here with bells on talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stark Wars Pod. Uh, Also, ask us for our Discord link because we have a little Discord community going on. And if you want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. See you guys.